Hey there, Anna Guest Jelly here. Welcome to Love Curvy Yoga, the podcast where we talk about and practice all things body affirming and yoga. Now let's get into it. Hi, everybody. I am back with another community conversation today. As always, I'm really excited about this. <laughs> so I've gotten to know Erin Van Krimpen the past couple years through our virtual studio, Curvy Monthly. Erin is a really engaged and thoughtful member who I always appreciate hearing from. So I know that we're going to have a great conversation that I'm looking forward to sharing with y'all. So welcome, Erin. Hi, thanks, Anna. So let's just start at the beginning. What brought you to yoga? What brought me to yoga was a desire to deepen or even just have a mind-body-spirit connection. And that's the short version of what brought me to yoga. The long version involves many, many attempts to do yoga in different situations that didn't work for my body crying, feeling like a failure, and generally thinking that yoga wasn't for me until I found Kobe Yoga. Mm. What do you think kept you going back to it over and over again? I knew that I needed to connect my body to my mind, and I needed something that was going to engage my spirit. Um, mm. I knew, I just knew it. I, um, I've been uh, in the past... I've always been a spiritual seeker, and Mm. in the past I've been um, what a lot of people call religious, in that I was very involved in the Uniting Church here in Australia. I actually started studying to become a minister for a little while. Um, There's always a place, uh, there's always been a yearning in me to connect with something bigger and something spiritual, but also... um, I'm a lawyer and all of my life takes place in my brain and Mm. I started to feel like I was becoming a head at a desk and that the rest of me didn't matter. At the same time, trying to explore kind of body acceptance and there was nothing that was drawing all three of those together and I knew there was just something that told me that yoga was going to be the thing that did that for me. Mm. I love how you were looking for all of those threads and just it sounds like you had just an intuitive sense that yoga was going to be something if you could find a good fit. I I mean, there were people in my life who were doing yoga. I was living with a um, a physiotherapist triathlete at the time who was just starting to get into yoga herself and she was telling me how much she enjoyed it um, and what she was getting out of it. And I was like, oh, yeah, that sounds, that sounds really good. But also in my mind, skeptically thinking that there was no way that it was going to be for me because, you know, here was she, basically a Lululemon model, um, <laughs> you know, doing it. And I was the complete opposite of that, going, well, where is there a space for me in this? And to start with, um, I, like every experience that I had kind of showed me that, there wasn't, but what I, the little I was learning and I knew about yoga said to me that that isn't what yoga was about, but that yoga would accept me once I found the right community to practice with, I guess. Right. Yeah, finding the thread that really makes it work for you because some things work for some people and not for others, for sure. 
Yeah. So what has shifted for you in your life since you've started to find a practice or found a practice that does work for you? I am so much more calm and so much more grounded than I have ever been in my life. Mm -hmm. And it is the most incredible feeling. Um, I've had, I've suffered from mental illness for almost all of my life, which has always left me feeling like a pot on a boil or like I'm on a roller coaster or like the ground's always shifting beneath my feet and I could never find a place to stand in it. And, and I feel like yoga has given me that place to stand. My mat is the place to stand in the shifting world and it's so empowering, really. Yeah. Well, what's interesting about that, which I think is a a really important point that people overlook sometimes, is that it's not that you're saying that yoga has made the ups and downs of life go away, but more like you can ride that wave with yoga. Does that sound right? Exactly right. And it's, 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 it's a tool that I use to help me get through um, the waves and to, or to ride out the waves or to stand solid against the waves crashing upon me, depending on what is the, the appropriate response in the time. But it's also a space right. where I can stand back from it all and mm. say, um, and look at it and say, oh, this is, this is my life. And this is my part in it, and this is what I can do. Like, it just gives you that, it helps you take that one step back and and see it from, from the outside almost, even though it's completely internal, if that makes sense. Yeah, that makes total sense to me. Um, like you said, much more of a feeling of empowerment to be able to actually do something about it. That's exactly it. I feel like, um, because I'm in my head all, all of the time, um, I just felt like I had no distance from my thoughts and that my thoughts were my reality. And yoga gives mm-hmm. me the space to realize that my reality is more than just what's going on in my brain. It's also what's going on in my body and it's also how I feel about things. And I can then take a step back from the thoughts and think about take a step back from my thoughts and then think, ha-ha. Um, but take a step back <laughs> from my thoughts and um, and realise that they're thoughts. They don't have to be the definitive way things are happening or how I'm feeling or, like, I can... I just have that shift of... I have some control in this. Like, I have some ability to see what's happening and to make a shift if that's what I want to do. And sometimes it's not, and that's fine as well. Right. How have you seen this show up in relation to your body acceptance practice? Yeah, that's a really good question. I think it's actually funny. This week... um, we had a fire drill at work, and I had to climb down. So I, I'm on the 18th floor, and so I had oh my to gosh. climb down 18, 18 flights of stairs, which is a lot. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> and so the next day and the day after, my calves were in a lot of pain, and I was yeah. really struggling to walk. And we have a massage therapist come in 
um, and work out of our office building um, twice a week. And I've, I've worked at my own place of work for four years and I've never taken them up on it because I don't like strangers, I don't like people touching me, and I don't like the idea of taking my clothes off in the office environment and all this stuff. Mm-hmm. I said to myself, no, you know what? You have to do this for your body because it's going to make you feel so much better. And I thought that I would feel really, like I would have to overcome a lot of uncomfortable feelings in order to do that. But yeah. I think because through yoga and through other self-acceptance practices, I um, have a better connection with my body. I didn't feel that. I didn't go in going, oh, my God, she's going to judge my body and I'm so ashamed and you know, this is going to be awful and I just had to do this because I'm going to be out of pain. I was actually able to go in and say, yeah, this is weird and yeah, it's a little bit uncomfortable, but I know that this is what my body needs right now and I'm not going to feel bad about that. The important thing to note there is that I don't always have this amazing Zen, um, you know, totally affirming acceptance of my body um, like I did (laughs) in that moment, but... That is a, that was a huge thing for me to have come out of that and go, wow, I didn't, I didn't feel what I expected to feel there. And when I thought about it, I'm like, well, that makes total sense because I've just spent the last two years being connected with my body and understanding my body and, you know, making steps towards doing things that my body needs. And this was something that it needed. I think that's an amazing example. Like you said, you identified what you needed and then you met that need. That's wonderful. Yeah. And did your calves feel better after? Yeah, they did. They feel a bit <laughs> slow, but good. yeah, no, way better. That's good. You mentioned that yoga is one of your self-care, self-acceptance practices. Do you have another go-to that you really love? So I have um, two. One is meditation. Um, which obviously is part of yoga, but I have a a dedicated meditation practice. Um, I had to start that as a separate one because I'm not always good about getting on the mat every day. Um, Mm -hmm. And that's fine. I accept that. But I also know that of all of the tools of yoga, meditation is probably the key one for me in terms of helping me get that distance from my brain and to connect with my body. So um, meditation is a big one. Um, I try and meditate every day, um, at least once, for at least five minutes. Um, I'm trying to work my way up to 30 minutes, but 30 minutes is hard. <laughs> yeah, it is. I'm real, I think it's like 20 minutes, I'm okay, but once it gets to the, like, once it gets past the 20, I'm like, man, I just can't, like, I really struggle to keep, keep disconnected. But anyway, that's fun. <laughs> Um, and the other one is, um, so I'm uh, taking part in Vivian McMaster's um, Yellow Body Peace Program, and so photography nice. and self-portraiture is becoming, it has been for a long time, but it's really becoming an important part of my body acceptance practice in just seeing myself, actually physically seeing myself outside, like not just in the mirror, but seeing what what the lens sees is really powerful. Confronting, but really powerful. Mm-hmm. What have you found to be most powerful about that practice? And for everybody listening, I'll link to Vivian's work if you haven't seen me talk about her before because I'm a huge fan. <laughs> um, what I, I said, there's, 
So I think the power of just seeing yourself is huge, and I don't think that can be understated. But for me, it's yeah. the, much like yoga, it's the intentional everydayness of it, that for, for five minutes every day, you have to do something that's just for you, that's focusing on how you feel about your body, and it's so gentle, but still so deep. Like, you, mm. you just... There's this whole thing of, well, I'm just, I'm just, and sometimes it's terrifying. You're like, well, I'm, I'm just going to do it. Like, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just going to do it. So um, in January, I took a photo of myself jumping so that you could mm-hmm. see my feet off the ground. And I'm like, well, well I'm going to look stupid doing this and I'm going to have to do it, but I'm just, I'm just going to do it. I'm just, I'm just doing it. And even in the posting of the photo to the shared group, I was all on Instagram, I was like, my ankles look fat, this is, you know, why am I posting this, this is it, and I'm just like, uh, 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 you know, kind of like when you're on the roller coaster and the, and the um, harness comes down and you're like, well, it's happening, it's happening, <laughs> you're to do it. And, um, and you do it and you realise it's fine and very few people are seeing you with the same criticism with which you're seeing yourself and that's where the power is, I think. Yeah. Yeah, because you get to see the story come up, and then because you have the structure of the class, you're like, okay, I'm going, I'm going for it anyway. And then you get to yeah, see I'm what happens when you move through that. Yeah. yeah. But also That's really the actual great. the act of intention. And it's not it's not about the product; it's about the process. Um, right. It's about what what you do and see in the moment in yourself, not necessarily what you see in the photo at the end of it. Um, right. There's another one I took this month where um, we had to give ourselves, um, just look ourselves in the eye and give ourselves a message of compassion. And then mm. I've got a series of photos where I literally, you can literally see me breaking down into tears mm. because I've never done that before. I've never shown myself the same kind of compassion that I that I show other people. Like, and it wasn't about the photos in that, although I am really proud of that series. It was actually yeah. that moment of holy crap! I am right. like I am, I am, I am okay. I am enough in this moment, just who I am. Yeah, yeah. There's such a difference, I think, in hearing that message, reading it, even believing it with your mind. But it sounds like in that moment, you really felt it in your body. Yeah, it wasn't just. It wasn't about believing it. It was the off, it was the offering it to myself and accepting it. It was not. A, yeah. It was a two step process. It wasn't just a. Oh yeah. For me, I'm a I'm a thinker, and so I try to think my way out of everything. And so I, when I think about body acceptance, I'm like, of course, it's totally logical for me to accept my body because it's my body, and why else, why would I not accept my body? Um, mm-hmm. I'm the only one who can do it. No one else can do the work for me, and because I'm. Um, all about human rights and equality. I'm like, well, yes, of course, I'm entitled to take up as much space as everyone else, and I should be treated equally because I sh- you know I shouldn't be t- discriminated against because my size black. So I'm. I started. I, I got into body acceptance because of all of the logical reasons for it um, mm-hmm. in my mind. Although what was really happening was that there was a deeper need that needed to be met. And I think in the moment of that photo, it was that deeper need that was being met, not the logical part. It was where I actually 
maybe believed it for the first time. Wow. That sounds like it was very powerful. It really was. And it's had, um, you know, much broader implications, like yoga has. And um, I think that it's it's all of these tools that um, have kind of brought me to this moment where um, this week I had a really big, important um, work event and um, I was really, really anxious about it. And I couldn't... I couldn't shake the anxiety and rather than just trying to suppress my inner critic and suppress the anxiety, I showed up in the moment and spoke to the anxious part of myself and said, what's going on here? And mm. we had a kind of, I had a dialogue with myself about what was happening and after that was able to feel better. And I reflected on that and I'm like, well, that's because of the work I've done through yoga. That's from listening to your um, podcast with, um, oh, nice. where yeah. we meet our, our prior selves and talk to them and, and listen to them. It's, a, it's about meditation and seeing, being able to get the distance from my thoughts to realise that they're thoughts and, and that kind of thing. Like it's a, it's a whole, there's no one thing I think that gets us to the point where we accept ourselves, but it's, it's all of the different things in our lives um, that we carefully cultivate. Like I think I don't know about you, but I certainly thought that when I showed up on my yoga mat, um, magical feelings of yoga and body acceptance were going to wash over me and a unicorn <laughs> was going to come dancing down on a rainbow and puppies would come frolicking and I would just feel then and I wouldn't have to put any work into it. But reflecting right. on it, I'm like, well, I've been, I've been doing this work for seven, eight years now it probably makes sense that this is what's happening now. Yeah, because it accumulates. That's right, you know, and that's not to say that um, the work, you know, that it's not to say that I haven't had moments. Uh, what am I trying to say here? It's not to say that... Um, I've now, I've even now reached the point where, oh, now I accept my body and it's magical and I will never have to do any more work ever again because it comes <laughs> in ebbs and flows and, you know, who knows, tomorrow I could be, you know, crying over a bowl of ice cream because I don't fit into my jeans. Like, <laughs> right, um, yeah. <laughs> you know, just, you know, and that's okay too because that's part of the, that's part of the journey as well. Right. Well, and it's also not to say that you'd never had experienced a moment of noticing how your yoga or meditation or body acceptance had affected you before, but that life does present us these moments where you're like, whoa, I can really see a big difference from, you know, then and now. That's exactly right. And being able to, because it's now kind of been five years since I moved cities and five years since I changed jobs and five years. So like I'm at a, I'm at a, that are shifting, like I'm just at a, at a normal reflection point. So I'm like, oh my God, five years ago, I would never have been able to do this particular thing and respond in this particular way and, and all that sort of stuff. But of course, as, as I think about it, I'm like, yeah, but I also did that thing and that, that happened. And I've been to right. a yoga class when, um, you know, I was brave enough to go to an in-person yoga class, me and my nice. body. Um, yeah. You know, and that was a huge moment. Like, there, there have been a lot of moments along the way. It's just that 
I think right now I'm, I'm, there's, I'm at a moment in my life where a lot of all of the work is kind of coming to this. It's all linking together and I'm seeing it in, in more powerful ways than I have in the past. Mm-hmm. Well, and it sounds like part of that is seeing how the everydayness of the practice, which for me at least, I don't know if this is true for you, but for me sometimes feels wonderful, but very often feels just kind of, I don't know, routine, sometimes even tedious, yeah. like, okay, I'm just going to do this. And then you're, and then sometimes I feel like, why, you know, why am I doing this? Do I need to do this today. And then there's these accumulation points like you're, t- when you're, like you're talking about where I just feel like, oh yeah, this is why I show up every day so that I can really show up in these moments. Yeah, exactly right. This is like anything. Um, it's a habit and it's about cultivating the habit to support you in the moments that you really, you really need it to. Um, yeah. Because I'm, I'm like that. Like I'll have days where I, I'm like, oh, I'm too tired to meditate or I'm too tired mm-hmm. to do whatever. It's like, Erin, literally, you have to sit and breathe for five minutes. <laughs> You're too tired to sit and breathe for five minutes? Like, really? Right. Like, oh, yeah, that's right. That's actually not that, not that big a deal. <laughs> You could probably just go and do like three poses on the mat and that would still be a practice. I'm like, oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> right. It's so hard to remember it that. Is. But the big realization I've had over the last year is yoga can happen anywhere. Like you don't mm-hmm. have to be on your mat for an hour or 30 minutes or even 15 minutes a day in order for it to be yoga. Um, the yoga can happen wherever you are, whether it's one deep breath um, as a photocopier or, you know, you know, stretching in your office or doing a mountain pose as you wait for the lights to change as you cross the road. Like you can, your, pra- your practice goes with you wherever you go and you don't need to feel guilty if you're not getting onto the mat every day. Just find, find the opportunities for yoga to meet you in your life rather than you meeting yoga on the mat every day. I think that that's something I wish... Erin starting out yoga had known. Yeah. Because that's been really powerful for me. It makes it so much more sustainable. Yeah, I'm really glad that you shared yeah. that. And, like, some of, like, one of, speaking about moments that have been really powerful um, that haven't happened in the last few weeks, you know, one of the most powerful yoga moments I ever had was standing in front of a photocopier where I was like, this is an opportunity for me to ground myself, take one deep breath. So I got into mountain pose, took one deep breath and let go of my belly for the first time in my entire life and like, actually mm. dropped in. I was like, oh my God, I've been holding on. Like I've been pulling in my belly my whole life and that, that is what it feels like to not have my belly sucked in. And it was oh incredible. And that happened at the office where there were people rushing around me trying to file documents and, you know, like... It really yeah, you're having this anyway. profound moment. Yeah. Yeah, that happened to me, actually, a few years ago, something similar. I was actually in a yoga class. But like you said, it doesn't need to be in a yoga class for this to happen. And I just felt like I was falling off a cliff or something when I let go of that. I had no idea how much I had been holding it. Yeah. Yeah, it's, and that's 
that I think is for me is the magic of yoga. It's the pose, like it, and the poses allow it to happen because they're, they're what connect you to your body. But that moment, like you talk about when you said you could feel your big toe or your little toe, and it's moments like that. I'm like, oh my gosh, I can actually feel that corner of my leap. You know, like right in the corner yeah. of my mouth, I can feel the muscle there, or I can feel the muscle, you know, in the corner of my wrist. Or, you know, I just think these tiny, tiny, or big things, like, oh, I can actually feel the difference between the front of my thigh and the back of my thigh. Like, I can feel mm. the different things that my body is doing. One side of my back is opposed to the other side of my back. Like, those are the moments where I'm like, if my body has, like, I just, it made me realize how disconnected I've been from my body. And I still go through phrases where I am, but where I can go, oh, oh, I can, my body is something that I can connect with. Like, like every time still, yeah. I'm like, oh, I can actually connect it. I can feel my body. Oh, oh. <laughs> yeah, and in yeah. subtle ways, like you said. Yeah. Well, that feels like a perfect place to end. Thank you so much for being here. I really appreciate all of your sharing. No, you're so welcome. Thank you for having me. I appreciate the opportunity to talk to you. It's always great. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) Thanks for listening to Love Curvy Yoga. You can find more information about this podcast and all things Curvy Yoga at curvyyoga.com. If you love the show, please share it or even review it in iTunes. Both help us get the word out that yoga is a way to come home to your body and yourself exactly as you are today. Have a great day and curve on.